When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back to Season 4 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network of Podcasts. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks at the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Steve? It is 91 friggin' degrees here today. <laughs> <laughs> it's november what, what days what day are we recording this steve uh, we are recording this on the 5th of november um i'm supposed to be getting you know good hot tub hot tub time in it's that time of the season for me my favorite time of the year where at night i turn that magical back massager on in my hot tub i jump in i watch some hockey or watch a movie christmas lights in the background and it's 91 degrees uh i just finished cleaning out the hot tub two nights ago. Um, it's a little bit of a venture, but um, but hey, it's always worth it. The water's crystal clear. It's ready to go. And by 10 o'clock tonight, I doubt it's going to be cool enough in the air for me to jump in. So um, got two more days of this, and then it's dropping into the 70s. Which great because by the time it hits nine o'clock, when it's at the, in the seven, it's about it'll hit the fifties, which is beautiful hot tub weather. However, can you can you translate that for our Canadian listeners? <laughs> it's effing hot, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of our Canadian listeners on the East Coast are wishing hateful uh, stuff on me because they got uh, doused with a little bit of snow. Um, so sorry about that. I know you guys are looking at me and calling me whiny, but if you understood the summer I just endured, uh, you would get it. But tell me about the temps and life in Victoria, Chris. Oh, it's it's beautiful here. I mean, I left Denmark where it was dark and rainy, and I've made it to uh, Vancouver Island where it's dark and rainy. Oh, that's right. You're not, it's in Victoria. <laughs> I forgot Vancouver Island. My bad. My bad. Yeah, no, Victoria's on Vancouver Island. Um, okay. But but I'm only, I think, well, I'm out in Souk. So that's uh, it's almost an hour drive into Victoria. It's about 45 minutes drive in to Victoria. We're on the, basically the, mo- not the most Southern tip, but I don't think it can get, I don't think it can get much more South than Souk on this island. Um, but, uh, or maybe East Souk. But I don't know. It's, uh, it's nice, man. It's 12, 13 degrees. And it's, you know, just a nice little drizzle, uh, crisp fall weather, that that fresh smell of a uh, campfire smoke in the air, which I, I think it's permanent smell here is pine and campfire smoke. So I think I found my heaven. Well, that's they, I actually it's funny enough. I am a giant man child. And once again, once I get my office tidied up, I will show everybody what my office looks like. But I actually had a sensey thing burning in my Montreal Canadian sensey thing. And it was campfire smoke. Yeah. Every single time I I got candles, they were like pine. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, 
don't dig the pine smell only because it reminds me of gin. Um, but I, but I, in nature, don't get me wrong, love it, love it. But um, I don't know if I can go for that, man. I'm not a huge gin fan. Sorry, aviation gin. Um. <laughs> well, okay, so you don't like the smell of pine because of aviation gin? Yeah, because pine, because of the, the that gin has that pine smell to it. So when you, I kind of like that gin though. I guess well, that makes sense if I love pine. But yeah, there, there you like go. Aviation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's like for people that love gin, it's it's a great brand, and it's not a knock on Ryan Reynolds. It's just. You know how it goes. If you don't really enjoy an alcohol and you get a hangover from it, it sticks with you for the rest of your life. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but somehow I've recovered from beer several times, though. Insert um, tequila here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can throw tequila, vodka, whiskey, and all those on me when I'm in my younger days. Uh, but yeah, I can't. I, like, it all gives me heartburn now, man. And just so everybody knows, it's 32 Celsius here. Uh, it's, it's warm. It's warm. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to talk about some VIJHL award winners for October. Yes, we are. So if you listeners didn't listen to the previous episode, we handed out the VIJHL standout players in the month for both forwards, defenders, and goalies um, for September. Yes, that episode's a little bit late, but then so is everything in our world here right now because... Uh, relocating is not an easy thing to do it's expensive there's a lot of paperwork um and uh i'm catching games here there and everywhere and uh yeah but we're getting the inputs we're getting the feedback we're getting the stats we're you know able to catch stuff here and there so i was able to build a september list and uh release that now this is the october list and it's ready to roll and uh you know what steve i think we might start like we normally do on the back end all right, my friend. So, Chris, who are the VIJHL Defenders of the Month for October? The top five defenders of the month for the VIJHL. At number five, it's going to be from the Peninsula Panthers, the 05 from Vancouver, BC, with two goals and two assists, Solstice Tenant. At number four, from the Victoria Cougars, the 03 from Coachon Valley, British Columbia, with two goals and 11 assists, Cal Nagy. At number three, from the Comox Valley Glacier Kings, the 06 from Powell River, British Columbia, with an assist is Max Carlson. At number two, from the Sonic Predators, the 06 from Victoria, British Columbia, with three goals and three assists, Max Lavoie. All right, Chris, so who is the Defender of the Month for October for the VIJHL? The Defender of the Month for October in the VIJHL is the 03 from Port Alberni, British Columbia, with two goals and seven assists. From the Oceanside Generals, Brady Van Herk. Again, another great month. Uh, these defenders have been very impressive so far. And again, it's it's not statistics-based. If you didn't hear the last episode, this isn't all statistics. They help. But uh, the defender putting up the most goals and most assists doesn't always translate because that's – okay, that's my problem too with the NHL's um, – What's the NHL's defender the award? The Norse, yeah. Like, is it is it me or is it always just like the offense defenseman? It's, 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 it's cool. Okay, so here, I, I think Sam would love to have been on this one so we could chat about it. But again, you know, I'm not knocking the guy's talent because he's he's a good NHL talent. But Carlson, for example, he got to Norris last year in a pressure-free situation for a bunch of points that he racked up, right? Yeah. Um and the way I looked at it is, well, he was on a team 
again, that was not expected to do anything, right? They, they've got to go full on and use the Coyotes model and rebuild that team. Just right. rack up bad contracts, get draft picks, dump it for about five years, and then reset. So, again, what Carlson did was impressive, but on a team that was nowhere near playoff contention. Okay, so that's hard for me to swallow, you know, because, again, like, look at them on over with the Penguins right now. The Penguins are a dumpster fire at this point. And sorry, Pens fans, I love Sidney Crosby. You need to trade him. You need to trade him. You need to trade uh, Latang. You need to, to trade Malkin and start rebuilding that team. Capitals are in the same boat. They got to rebuild. They're going for it way too late. So um, now they're stuck with Carlson's contract. Nobody's going to touch that. So, yeah, I don't agree with it, Chris. I don't agree that it's points on defenders because – you know, the unsung hero is the defender that just blocks shot after shot after shot. Uh, if nobody caught it, oh gosh, David Savard for the Canadians, brilliantly. I, I was listening to it and had to go back and just watch it. He was blocking shots, ended up getting a broken, I think it was wrist over it, but he lost a skate edge, dude. Like the, the blade came right out and he still blocked another shot. It was like four blocks in a row. Like, I take that all day long over the goal scoring one, right? Because gosh, it just eases everything up for the for your attendee and the rest of the team when you're willing to. Well, do that's that. what a defender's supposed to do. A defender's supposed to defend. Yeah, racking up points is great. Having another player that can put points up is amazing. But if they're if they're not doing their first job as a defender, which is defense, it doesn't really benefit the team as much if you just kind of got a loose cannon back there that can put up points. If they can quarterback a play or quarterback a power play. Um, if they can penalty kill properly. Uh, I mean, there's so many, so many aspects to making a great defender, a great defender. And honestly, it's the same thing with the forwards as we move into forwards. It isn't all just about point chess. That player is very important. <laughs> you want, you want, everybody wants to Sid the kid on their team. Yeah, but Sid the kid though is your well-rounded centerman, right? Yes. Like, he plays exactly. the complete game. Austin Matthews is getting better, but he, puts up a ton of goals, but you need a playoff performer on top of it, right? Um, somebody who can go deep into the playoffs and sacrifice everything to get there, right? So yeah. a regular season is regular season, right? The guys that inspire you the most, the guys that just show up that are clutch in the playoffs on top of it. So um, yeah, yeah. That was a great tangent, by the way. Awesome tangent. Yeah, no, those are great tangents. It just it just makes me think because I know we we definitely get reached out to by people and with with these episodes we always do of like, well, why wasn't I considered? I did this, and well, you know, you might have been considered. Like when I come down to a list of five, it's usually because like I will say with the VIJHL, I usually have a list of about twenty to almost thirty different players in each position that kind of stand out, and then you have to trim it down based off of a lot of different factors. And stats is definitely one of them. You got stats. You've got uh, you know their gameplay. You've got feedback. You've got what you've seen when you've watched. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors that are included in that. So um, you know, and as we get more in tune with the VIJHL, you know, maybe the list will become more in tune. But you know, I'm pretty in tune with the USPHL, and I can't not, especially the USPHL West and the NCDC Mountain Division. And I still get messages about how I'm wrong. <laughs> like okay uh you know you know make me notice you so 
but straight up just telling me, well, I think I am better than, well, maybe you actually are. Prove it. Make me no- make me notice you. Maybe, again, some random podcaster not mentioning you is what you need to get to the next level. I mean, <laughs> we've had listeners to this podcast get drafted to the NHL, and we have listeners to this podcast that just decided to stop playing hockey. You know, it's it, it, there are so many different factors and there are so many different things that are involved in a great hockey player and, and players that might not put up a ton of points um, are still making the really smart plays that get them up to the next level. And because at the end of the day, one, because this is about an all around hockey player. Thank you. Calgary it's about an all around hockey player. Yeah. Thank you. Calgary flames for the first round pick and Sean Monaghan. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, like I can say, well, uh, you know, there's a, there, I can thank a lot of people right now in, in, in the hockey world for, I mean, Buffalo will get better. And that's the other thing I think moving here, like obviously the team is the Vancouver Canucks, but Seattle is very definitely present here. And actually, I think I'm closer to Seattle at this point than I am Vancouver. But coming here, it's like I'm part of like Buffalo West because that's the Canucks. Same, you know, the two teams came into the NHL together and they both have had the same success rate. So I'm just now in this, you know, the 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 Buffalo of the West, which is Vancouver. Um, I just think Vancouver is a lot prettier. But um, by a lot, I mean like there's no competition there. Like Vancouver is stunning. But it's the hockey teams, they've been the same disappointments for their fan bases. So I can feel the Canucks fan base because we're, we're Buffalonian, uh, or I'm Buffalonian, you're not. I know what it's like to never have won anything. And uh, I won't talk to the Habs fan about this because that's not fair. So maybe we should talk about uh, some forwards, Steve. Can you tell our <laughs> listeners who are the top five forwards, the standout forwards, the VHHL in the month of October? And thank you, fans, for putting up with that rant. It was great. So coming in at number five <laughs> with six points, two goals and four assists, Zach Spafford. He's the 06 from Port Alice, BC, playing for the Port Alberni Bombers. Coming in at number four is Ben Brandt, 21 points. Atta boy. 10 goals, 11 helpers, including one Hattie. He's the 03 out of Ottawa, Ontario, playing for the Victoria Cougars. And coming in at number three, he's the 05 from Grand Rapids, Michigan, Parker Newman, 14 points, one goal, and 13 helpers. Oh gosh, man, that's that's a lot of helpers. And he's playing from the he oh, there we go again, Lake. Coach, coachin Kraken. We'll go with Coachin on this one. Yep. So I've switched it up now. So again, correct us when we're wrong here, folks. At number two, Alex Bend, 14 points, four goals, and 10 assists. He's the 03 out of Cochrane, Alberta, playing for the Comics Valley Glacier Kings. All right. So who is number one in the VIJHL for our standouts of the month in October? This guy had a six-goal double Hattie game. Unbelievable. Ryan Cooper, 16 points, 10 goals, six assists. He's the 04 from Italian Ontario playing for once again the Lake Coachin Kraken. Double hat. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know a double hat trick was a thing. <laughs> six goals in one game, man. The one six. thing I do have to ask though is how do hats get tossed on for the double hat trick? Is it people Ooh. that for the first hat trick are like, no, no, no. I want to see somebody earn two. And then I'm going to finally toss my hat on. 
or was what it just if you bought that... another hat and then you throw it back on? And I'd <laughs> Can like... you imagine? I'm going to the team store, which is always going to charge you more than anywhere else. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Buying the next hat, I'm like, oh, I gotta toss this one too. I would definitely be going down to the lost and found after saying, "Come on, give me." Yeah, thanks, hat. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Ryan. Making me spend forty bucks on a hat at a game. <laughs> yeah, at least at least in junior hockey, I think you get your hats back. What happens to the hats at the NHL game? I don't know. Like, if you really think about, it, you can't resell them. Like, I wouldn't want to buy no. a used hat that's been in somebody's no. sweaty melon for way too long. Like, no way. They should just put them in Lost and Found and let you go find them at another time. But I, I don't know. It's a great question. Well, we'll have to we'll have to Google this one and find out if there's it's different by arena or how that goes. But anyway, way to go, Ryan. You made a lot of guys in trouble with their wives for having to buy a second hat. Good job. <laughs> and then get rid of that one, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shoot. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I've always sat up in the nosebleeds. So if there's a hat trick, at it, I don't know if I've ever actually been at an NHL game where there was a hat trick scored. I was at the game that Ovechkin oh, scored off his stomach. And when he tipped it over Laleem in, in Washington, when Laleem was playing for Buffalo, I was at that game right behind the net when it happened. But um, that's not a hat trick situation. Plus, I was in a Sabres jersey. I stood up and clapped because it was a thing of beauty, but I did it reluctantly. <laughs> and then jumped over to the evil empire when you moved there. Well, before we continue, let's talk about the sponsors for this episode. And let's start with Raycon. You know, it's that time of year. The uh, Yuletide music is starting. Lights are going up turkeys are being sold and uh you know what it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before black friday you can shop raycon products right now and save up to 50 percent off because the early black friday sale is going on now you've heard me talk about raycon products before on this podcast as when I needed to switch out my headset, the Raycon earbuds were basically the best option to get out there based off the price and the quality. They met my needs. And Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for the delivery high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands, so it's no wonder its products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything in their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. We also want to thank the other sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be DraftKings. You know, the NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of the sweetener offer every game day this October. In fact, if you're going to be watching the next Monday Night Football game between my Bills and the Denver Broncos, there's a 7.5 point 
spread there in the game. So check it out and you can look at other games earlier that week heading into Monday night's action. But me in particular, I'll be checking out Monday night's action. But that said, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, buddy. Let's shift on over to the tendies. Who are the VIJHL tendies of the month for October? Attendees uh, of the month. That's going to be starting at number five, Tanner Farrell. He's the 05 from Campbell River, BC, playing with the Peninsula Panthers, stopping 128 of the 141 shots faced in October for a 908 save percentage in five games with a three and one record. And number four from the Cary Park Islanders, the 04 from Mitchell, Manitoba, Ethan Penner, stopping 102 of 111 shots in four games with a three and one record. And number three, you heard him last month. He's back this month. Silas Curry from the Peninsula Panthers. He's the 05 from Medicine Hat, Alberta, stopping 129 of 140 shots for a 9-2-1 save percentage in five games with a 2-2 two two record. And then at number two, Hunter Ferrer from the Oceanside Generals, the 05 from Littleton, Colorado, stopping 150 of 162 shots with a 9-2-6 in four games played with a 1-2-1 record. Beauty. And tell us who the number one attendee of the month is for October. Number one, Tenny, the month's gotten a lot of attention this month, uh, especially if you're a fan of Flow Hockey and you have the app. You could see the stories, what they did about him there as well. But this is going to be from the West Shore Wolves, the 05 from Victoria, British Columbia, Graham Brown, stopping 204 of 216 shots with a 944 save percentage. And in eight games played, Steve, four shutouts. Oh, oh okay. Those so were in coops. a row. Coops. Sorry, buddy. He trumps you on that one, bud. But <laughs> double hattie, but four, four shots in a row. Oh, that's in a, a row, sequential. Row. Oh my goodness, guys! Uh, on your on his team, uh, you best be buying him steak dinners. You you buck up and you do that there, boys, because that that guy's carrying you right there. And also, you know, since I you know got to speak honestly, a shout out has a lot to do with the attendee. But hey, congratulations to the team for giving the goalie the sport, though. Yeah, I mean, a shutout is definitely something we pride ourselves on as, as tendies. But you know when you get towards that end of the game, and no one's saying it, but everyone's thinking it. And uh, everyone's doing what they can to keep that puck out of the Unless you're Eric Comrie, and then the Sabres will just make sure that with a few seconds left in the game, they find a way to get it past you. <laughs> oh, God, I felt so bad from there. I yelled at the television for that one. I yelled yeah. at the television. I was just... That was, I swear to God, sometimes. Uh, but again, this it's not like the Sabres defense was, they were trying to prevent it and help the shutout, and they ended it with a few seconds left. I'm just like, it's it's the name of the game. It's a team sport. You win together, you lose together. Um, if I let in 15 goals, my defense was really bad, okay? Seriously, <laughs> I'm going to blame my defense. Let's just put it like that. It was my but it's the one thing I get a kick out of in soccer, dude. In soccer, 
every time the goalie blames his defense or the people on the field. It's great. It is great. They just get out there and it's you see them pointing and angry at everybody else. It's amazing. I love it. We we don't quite get to do that in hockey, uh, <laughs> but in soccer, the goals are never their fault. It's great. Well, except when they do a clear giveaway goal, like when those types, then then they own it. But, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, listeners, if you're in on Vancouver Island, definitely reach out. I definitely want to get out to some of the games as we settle in. It's still we still got a pretty big settling in point. We've got a lot to do. Not only paperwork, but retrieving stuff from three storage locations. So. It's going to be a big transitionary period, but once I settle in, I'm definitely going to be trying to make it out to some games. Uh, like I said, I'll probably at least make it to the Q Center, uh, get to some Victoria Grizzlies games in the BCHL, but as well as um, you know the games there in the VI, uh, West Shore and Sonic being the closest for me. They're both about the same drive. I mean, Sonic is like technically, according to the map, three minutes longer drive. So I'm going to try to make it out to some of these games see some live action in the VIJH. It's been a while since I've seen some live hockey action as well. I think the last live hockey action I was at was the, um, and I'm actually wearing the hoodie right now, the Las Vegas showcase for the USPHL last year uh, that ended up getting me stuck in North America because of all those flight cancellations. And uh, yeah, that was an expensive trip too. (laughs) That one was actually reasonable until that moment in New York City when my flight was canceled. Up until then, everything was going just as ordered and was actually quite smooth. I was already going to be upset with, uh, you know, the rental car company that doesn't pick you up. Uh, They leave (laughs) you stranded. But um, but no, that trip became a whole ordeal. Uh, But uh, if you listeners want to hear more about it, definitely just take a look. Just take a listen back to January's episode. You'll hear me gripe about it. In February. Yeah, it's that was a that was a rough trip, man. That was a, that just be that's the, when you're stuck, things just keep adding up like hotels, finding ways to try to get back to Europe. Yeah, it was a that was a rough go. That was a very, very rough go. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's a great hoodie. I love the hoodie from the Vegas showcase. I won't be making out to the Vegas showcase this year. I know I have had uh, many of you out there in the Western US PHL reach out. I will not be there this year. Or the NCDC, I think Idaho Falls has a showcase this year too. Both of those I'd love to go to, but it's, nothing's in the cards this year. It's everything's kind of on pause until I figure out life here on Vancouver Island. But uh, anything happening on the island, I'm going to try to get to it. So definitely excited for some live hockey action to get back into hockey after years off the ice uh, myself because I did not think I'd be separated from my goalie equipment this long. I'm going to have to figure out how to put it back on, Steve. <laughs> I, I told my wife, I'm like, when I finally get it back, it's the last time it hit the ice was uh, in Buffalo in 2018, the end of 2018. And then we moved to DC and just was way too busy at work. And then when I moved back to Utah, I thought I'd get some ice time, but then COVID happened. And I moved to Denmark and I thought I'd bring my gear with me, but it just didn't, wasn't in the cards. So it stayed behind. And uh, yeah, I did not think it would be five years before I could put my gear on again. So I, I know I'm going to do something like put the pads on backwards or, you know, put the, all the pads on before I realize and put my hockey pants on. I'm going to do something. It's going to happen. But uh, I'm going to have to just prep myself one night in the apartment trying to go through all my gear you know 
it's gonna it's gonna, plus i don't it's been five years steve i don't bend like i used to even five years ago so dude if i um, sneeze while bent over i'm in the hospital for three days so trust me i understand yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to actually do some yoga or or work on my like honestly work on my core because it's not there right now. I'm going to have to just get myself back into a mode. I can even start prepping to hit the ice because one wrong move and it's going to be over for me, man. So (laughs) I need to get my flexibility back. I'm not ever going to be that flexible again, but I get some level of motion and flexibility and strength back uh, before I even think about putting on those pads again. Because uh, if I do end up on any of your teams out here on Vancouver Island, uh, don't see—you're not going to see me drop into the butterfly anytime soon. That's not happening. Ah, butterfly, great for the knees and hips. Great for the knees and hips. Yeah, I mean, Nuka Pekalukanen's doing just fine. You know, he's only had what? He's only had two hip replacements. What is he? Twenty-three. Oh, yeah. well, you know what though? We can be inspired from Jonathan Quick because he is Goldie. I love this. He's had those surgeries, and he's still. Putting up numbers for the New York Rangers right now. Then Rangers have got one solid goaltending tandem. They do. They really do. Uh, that, that That's what you need to advance to a Stanley Cup. So we'll see what they can do this year. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are significant. I don't know. I think Sam is in a very dire spot right now with the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Coyotes Hell, Sam. You guys should be doing the same thing the Coyotes just did. There's, there's a few teams. Like, we, the last podcast, we had already said it, right? Like, we you know, brought up the Caps, the Pens, but yeah. Sharks are in that mode. There's just a few teams. Like, that's the UNHL. Like, you, you can always look and say, hey, do we have one more in the tank before we blow this up? Um, you know what's fascinating right now is the – Edmonton Oilers. What's they, it, what I mean, I, I see the like I'm I'm here now, so I see a lot of the TSN stuff, but I usually have it muted. I don't know really what's happening with them. They're always they're always interviewing Evander Kane. So, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Kane went and took a shot at somebody from behind, and then the Flames failed to do anything about it. So there's that. But they're just not. They're not getting goaltending. They're not getting defense. You know they're they are in a very, very tough spot right now. Um, It happens though. Like I I will always say this, you know, that when you go for deep runs in the playoffs, eventually you're going to have a stinker of a season. It's going to happen. But to be completely honest, McDavid and Dreisaitl and a few other players, you know, really carried them to get them that far in the playoffs. Right. And, you know, it's not saying their goaltenders didn't do much, but it's just when you have to rely on them so heavily, eventually it just catches up to you. And that's my opinion on what's going on there. Cause McDavid and them cannot just keep carrying them. But again, it's an interesting year in hockey again, right? Like you've got Tampa Bay's up in the third spot. Montreal was there for a little bit, but Detroit's way up there. Um, my prediction folks is that uh, Patrick Kane will sign with the Detroit Red Rings. Just my call on that one. The Metropolitan's exactly where I thought it would be. You know, and right now hammering out for the wild card spot. Did anybody have Toronto in there? No. And Toronto is barely hanging on to that wild card spot. Uh, my Montreal Canadiens and the Buffalo Sabres are tied with them for points right now. Buffalo's played one more game than they have, but I don't think anybody predicted that. I thought the Ottawa Senators were going to have a breakout season, and I think they've got to make a coaching adjustment and not knee-jerk and go for one of the classic coaches that seem to be recycled. But they got to figure it out. They've got a lot of talent on that team. 
you know, so it's it's a really interesting season. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks are second in the Pacific. Yeah, and it's it's been weird. Who predicted that? And the Anaheim Ducks are in a wild card spot right now. So <laughs> wild, just wild with the Edmonton Oilers in ninth spot. And this is the wild card rankings. Ninth. They've yeah. got two wins on the season. Calgary's got three. The Chicago Blackhawks are ahead of them. Chris? What when you get gifted a generational talent? Nobody predicted the Chicago Blackhawks to be above the Flames, the Oilers uh, at this point in the season, right? So just craziness. So it's going to be a wild year in the NHL. We'll we'll see by January where where everybody else is. But, yeah, it's fascinating. But good for you. You're you're now watching a a productive Vancouver Canucks team. Uh, Thatcher Demko, a healthy Thatcher Demko goes a long way. Well, I mean, I I would say watching him. If I see games on, I might catch them, but uh, the the NHL's got to regain my interest at this point. I spend my time basically watching junior hockey, um, mm-hmm. like the VIJHL and the Western USPHL, the NCDC Mountain Division, the BCHL. So if I can squeeze in some NHL stuff, I will, but uh, the NHL's got to also kind of win me back with the way they've acted the last uh, couple years. So I still love my Sabres, but within reason. Um I don't even watch their full games. So eh, the NHL's got some work to do to win fans like me back because I know that I'm not alone. But, you know, do love the sport, though. That's one thing that I'll always talk about, and that's why I like having a podcast because I can talk whatever I want when it comes to hockey. That's kind of the bonus of having your own podcast. But that's – I like my junior hockey. Uh, I will watch that every chance I get over – Oh, one thing I will say about the VIJHL, too, that I think is a nice change for me from the USPHL West is there's games on throughout the week. A couple games a night, one game, two games, four, four games. Like there's multiple games a night or at least a game a night. I mean, they might have specific nights off, but I'm very used to the USPHL West at this point where games are basically Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday and periodically Thursday, like very imperiodically. So the fact that I have games every night of the week and I'm, back in the time zone is a nice kind of a refresher so i can kind of pick what games i want to watch each night so it's kind of exciting so definitely going to be getting more into the vijhl here but continuing on with my usphl west coverage so again if you're on the island reach out and that said we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date and that said this is the pigeon hockey podcast with chris and steve have a great one hockey fans and remember listeners always clear your crease